Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Way Family Podcast, episode 31. What? Well, on this week's episode, we're going to talk about the emotional, mental, and intellectual oh wellness. No. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, thank you for tuning in. We are sitting on our bed. It's 9.59 p.m. on a Friday night. And... And here we are. Here we are. So, um, if you're tuning in for the first time, thank you for joining us. We are just two average folks who are married, 26, and have various interests of which we will talk about. Right now, we're on a five-week episode, five-week series, and this is the third episode of the five-week series on wellness. Like I said, this episode will be focusing on emotional, mental, and intellectual health. Which are all very different, in my opinion, but Zach thinks they're fairly similar. I think that we can fit them into one general category. Mm. Okay. That's all that I'm saying. Okay. There, there are obviously differences, but anyways, we'll get to that in a bit. Hannah, how was your week? Oh, let me think. Oh, my week was good. Well, Handmade, my business, launched the fall line, and so that was really exciting. It was a lot of work, and it was a lot of, well, a medium amount of stress and a lot of work leading up to it, but then like once I finished it all, then it was good, and everyone... Like, I got orders, and people were like, it looks so good, and encouraging me and stuff. It does look so, good. Thank you. Shout out to Ellie for taking a bunch of the photos. She did an amazing job. Yeah, she did. Um, so that was basically the big thing that happened this week. But also, me and Forrest have had a good week. And um, that book that I talked about last week, The Whole Brain Child, has really helped me this week in I mean I, I still haven't finished that book. I haven't had much time to read this week, but even what what I read so far has already helped me a lot in the way that I deal with Forrest when he is throwing a tantrum or when he's upset about something or whatever and like how I have to I don't know, it's just helped me a lot, so that's been really good and I have liked that. So Awesome. Yeah, and if you want to, I mean, we'll put my shop in the show notes, but if you didn't know, I make beanies and stuff, and I sell them. So And you should definitely buy one or five. Yeah, and there's a sale right now. If you have little kids or you know someone who has little kids, all the little kid bonnets and gnome hats are um, 15% off. I don't know. It's on our that Instagram. That is correct. Yep. Yeah, there's a code for it. So we'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, wait. By the time that they hear this, that will be over. Maybe I'll extend it for one day or I'll give you guys a special code. We, yeah, we'll put a special code in the show notes. Yeah. For, for even if you're listeners only. Even if you're an adult, you can have this week to have 15% off your whole order. So Whoa. you're welcome. Whoa. Yeah, just for you guys. So big deal. <laughs> How was your week, Zach? Yeah, my week was good. Um, my week was good. I have been slacking, though, on riding my bike and going to the gym. Yeah. I've, and you know what? We've also been eating poorly. Oh, so poorly. 
Yeah. So that is unfortunate. And I think that that has affected me. It does. It really does. It affects my mood. And when I, when I eat a lot of sugar, then I crave a lot more sugar. Really? That's how it is with you two. Don't act like that's a foreign thing. <laughs> I crave oh, really? a lot of sugar all of the time. Yeah, but if you had stopped eating sugar, you wouldn't crave it anymore until you had it again. Yeah, I guess so. Once When we did the Whole30, I didn't want candy after that. Yeah, until you had it again. Until I had it again. And then you're again. like, and I need it, it all. it was a slippery slope, and now yeah. I'm in. I'm a candy hoarder. We're in too deep. Well, actually, I can't remember the last time I had candy. Mm, me neither. Not candy, but like other sweet stuff. Ice cream, cookies. Yeah, that's the bad. Sugar cereal. Sugar cereal. We like can't help it. <laughs> we love sugar cereal. But besides that, how was your week? Good. We had a really long, nice conversation because, well, this is what happened. I laid in bed and I could not fall asleep and I was so itchy. He was scratching his arms and his legs and everything and it was so loud and I could not sleep. And I was like, what is itching you so much? Yeah, I thought you were asleep and then all of a sudden you woke up and you were awake and you were annoyed with me for scratching. <laughs> it was the loudest ever. I was like... <laughs> well, anyways, what uh, what happened after that was we stayed up until around 1.30 a.m. talking and it was a really good conversation. It was a good conversation. And that was a highlight of my week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we were so tired this morning. Yeah, it sucked so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was rough, but it was worth it. It was fun. It was good to talk. Yeah. It's like you can't really like plan those types of things. Like even if you're like, we're going to have a date tonight and we're going to have quality time, that doesn't mean you're going to have a really good conversation. You know, it just. Yeah, sometimes that can come off as forced. Yeah. And you're like, well, what do we talk about? It's like most of our really good conversations that happen just happen. It's not like during a date night or like you know sometimes it is but you know what i mean it's not always but you can't really plan those things so i don't know it was nice nice little talk well i'm glad that you had a good week i'm glad that you had a uh, good week kind of a good week (laughs) (laughs) well um i just want to remind you guys how much uh we are thankful for you for listening and we've got some new iTunes reviews, um, and uh, I'm I'm just gonna read read them. They're all five stars, which is exciting. Wow! Um, this is from Hegler Heather. You didn't know Heather Heather G G E N L M T. So she. She said, love their fun and casual topics, super entertaining and relatable. This is from Despicable J. Ooh. Well, I just found out this the other time. The last time I left a review on a podcast, my username on iTunes is very embarrassing. What is it? Do you want to guess? The music is dead? That's what it is. (laughs) That was my first email address ever, and it was like a lyric from an emo band. And oh my gosh. so the music is dead. Left a five star review on your podcast. Yeah. Cool. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> but you can't change it. 
<laughs> so whenever you leave Such. reviews, you have I just have the dumbest name ever. <laughs> it's like always attached to me now. That's funny. I would have known that. <laughs> well, um, Despicable Jay says, I love listening to the Wayfam. They're down-to-earth, real, adorable people with real down-to-earth ideas. And even though they're Christian and I am an atheist, I still find their advice valid and useful. Thank you for making these podcasts, Hannah and Zach. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we didn't want... We're not in the Christian section. We're not under the Christian topics. And so we wanted to... We try not to be... What are you saying? Chris, Chris, we need to try not to speak like the Christianese, like kind of like, I don't know how to say this without putting people down, but like the the weirdo language. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes a lot of Christians are fake and we did not want to come off well, as that way. we don't talk and, like that in normal life. Yeah. I don't so, even know how to talk like that, really. Well, thank you. It's good to know that we aren't just, an echo chamber for yes. Christians. Next one, a burst into color says, "My favorite Cali hippies." Thank you. Oh, how many Cali hippies do you know? Burst into flavor. What? What? What is it? Burst into flavor. <laughs> burst into color. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got your name wrong. Well, thank I'm glad you. that we're your favorites. Thank you. Okay, should we read this question or the answer we got last week? Um, I got. We don't need to read all of them. Well, this one is funny. Okay, this will be be the last one. But this is just a thank you to everyone for leaving reviews. This one says, more, more, more. This podcast is almost as good as breakfast food. Ron Swanson voice. Which means it's pretty dope. Please don't ever stop. The emoji face where it's like smiling really big and all of his teeth are showing. Let me see. Oh, no, that's like the... That's not smile. That's like a, please don't ever stop. Oh, like okay. ooh, ooh. Oh, like Forrest goes. Yeah, like ooh. Uh, uh. uh, uh. That's how he says uh oh. He doesn't say uh oh. He says uh, uh. <laughs> It's really cute. Okay. Do you have something? Uh, yeah. So we wanted feedback and opinions on what we talked about on last week's episode. So somebody wrote back to us on instagram in a direct message and she i think it's a she said great podcast oh well okay i'll just read the prompt that we said we said what are your thoughts does social media hurt or help real relationships with shared values and common interests and this person said great podcast i think it all depends on the level of relationship and my personal experience Social media helps my relationship with my sister. We're very close to each other, but due to our working schedules and the volunteering she has at church and me being a mom, we get to see each other for only a short time, once a week or two. Tagging each other in funny videos reminds us, or at least me, of our sister bond we have through the business. Then there's the acquaintance relationships. A friend I was once close with, but as we've matured the last couple of years, values and shared interests have changed and there isn't really a friendship anymore. Then social media just kind of feels like a competition game. I don't want to post anything because I don't want to be a bragger and I don't want to be on social media because I don't want to see their posts, but we're not enemies, so I don't want to unfriend them. I start to build bitterness like Zachary said in the podcast, but I should be happy for them whether I want to be friends with them or not. 
Then there's a working relationship. My supervisor is crabby towards his employees and negative about a lot of things, but his social media is completely different, so my respect towards him as a supervisor goes down. I don't care much about what he thinks as a supervisor. I take him less seriously. My husband and I are currently in the hunt for good relationships and pray about it. God bless y'all. We love listening. Oh, thank you. Well, that's cool. That's good feedback. I think that that's interesting that... I, that is like a really interesting point, like all these different aspects, because you don't think of it like the people that you know in real life and then you see their social media and it really doesn't line up. That's like something that makes me angry. <laughs> that like angers me. It annoys me so much. It's like, yeah, you're trying to put off something that you're not. And it's like, I know you in real life and you don't even talk like that. So I understand all of those and like the sister thing, like me and my sisters always tag each other and stuff because we all live far away. We always tag each other and stuff and like giveaways and stuff, but also like we'll send screenshots of funny memes on Instagram to each other and whatever. So I understand that too, but I, we were just, that was partly what our conversation was about last night was a lot about social media and like being honest and balancing all that there is to balance and i don't know it's an interesting topic so thank you for your feedback and for your opinion and if anyone else has any feedback feel free to contact us all of our contact stuff is in the show notes yep um shout out to our two patrons the people who support us uh financially and um Thank you to those of you who have signed up on Acorns, which is the like savings account thing, the spare change savings account. We talked about it a couple times in some of our episodes, but that's basically our emergency fund slash Christmas gift fund. And in the last 30 days, we've saved $125 and some cents in spare change. And for everyone who signs up and clicks the link, um, we get five bucks. So that's cool. We've got a couple of bucks. Um, we have a new Google voicemail. Are okay. you going to mock me for saying Google? I'm trying hard not to. <laughs> Carry <All right>. on. <laughs> well, I'm going to play that right now. And then we'll get into the main topic. Hi, Zach and Hannah. My name is Kate, and I'm a senior in high school, and I live in Iowa, um, I love, love, love listening to your podcast. They just make me so happy. Um, I just bought one of Hannah's beanies, which went uh, for sale today, which was so exciting. And I just love your podcast, and I'm listening to it right now. I'm like, oh, my gosh, let me see if I can figure out this voicemail thing. And so I did. <laughs> and I well, figured she it did out. figure it, it out. That's <laughs> cool. Um, you guys just are such cool people. And I like how honest you are. Um, Hannah, I feel for you when Zach interrupts you and you get frustrated because <laughs> my family does the exact same thing to me, so I get it. Zach, knock it off, dude. Um, Forrest is adorable, and you guys rock. Keep it Aww. up. You got some fans here in Iowa. Bye. Have a good day. Oh. Wow, thank you. Well, thank you, Kate, for telling me to shut up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you very much. I do cut you off a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you say it's part of the witty banter, but it's, it's 
it burns something inside of me <laughs> sometimes. Witty banter? I don't you're think like, that I'm it's witty. It's like a back and forth. It's like we're like feed off of each other. I just. It's true. Sometimes I don't want for there to be any dead air. I know. You're very concerned about the dead air. I just would like to finish my thoughts. <laughs> well, thanks for leaving that voicemail. It's cool to hear from someone from Iowa. And um, so let's get into the uh, topic the main subject here. This is probably going to be the most difficult because it's the one that we're, I would say, least familiar with. Yeah. Um, and the the reason why is because these are hard to differentiate, for me at least. I don't think so, especially after reading that thing that you sent me today. So we're going to be talking about emotional health, intellectual health, and mental health. and. The way that I see it, especially after reading that book that I was just talking about, is um, emotional and intellectual. They both go hand in hand and also balance each other out and also sometimes oppose each other. Right. So the in the book that I'm reading, it says that your left brain, your logical side, and your right brain, your emotional side... The way that you basically come into being emotionally balanced is you find a way to make your left and right brains work together. So like for a little kid like Forrest, who doesn't really have control over his emotions and when he's mad, he's mad and he doesn't understand why things aren't going his way. He doesn't have that logical side linked with his emotional side. So there's that trying to find that balance between your left and right brain is like something you learn as you grow. Right, it's a maturity thing. Yeah. But just because you're old doesn't mean that you are emotionally mature because there's yeah. a lot of people who are middle age, our age and older who still are not emotionally mature or emotionally yeah. healthy. Definitely. And we'll see that with like people who um latch on or people who are are lost puppy dog collectors they have to have a project they have to have someone to fix they have mm -hmm. to have someone to work on other than themselves or, or people that have to have somebody working on them like they have to be someone's project right or they they use people as a security blanket mm -hmm. and they have they have to have um you know, someone always around to be their, their security blanket to help them out, I guess. Well, that, it's, I feel like it's more of a validation thing than yeah. like needing help, but yeah. So I would say that emotional is to be emotionally mature or to have emotional health is having the ability to control or to process your emotions and also the ability to process other people's emotions and so how that's different from the intellectual intellectual is more um, being challenged um, continually learning um, more on the educational side of stuff and we all know people who are like super, super smart, who might have like a really high IQ and then their people skills or their emotional um, processing skills are, are like nothing. Mm -hmm. They're like 
the super smart bookworms and they'll maybe say something that is very socially awkward or not acceptable or they're or mean people. yeah they're they will hurt people's feelings accidentally and they will not understand why they hurt someone's feelings and i don't want to get like um i don't want to be a downer on people because we're we're trying to be positive about this but we are going to be talking about the cons of not focusing on emotional of not focusing on mental of not focusing on intellectual and then the cons of what happens if you only focus on those things so just keep that in mind as we continue to talk about this we're not trying to be downers about it we're just trying to encourage us to live more balanced life this this is all a, it's all about balance and i'd say that you have to have uh you have to be mentally healthy emotionally healthy and intellectually healthy you you have to find a way to balance all of those things to to process your emotions and other people's emotions to be able to reason and to continually challenge yourself um on this this article that I was reading, which I'll post a link to the show notes, um, emotional health is defined as the ability to control emotions and express them appropriately and comfortably. Uh, um, well, I'll skip over that. Intellectual health is defined as the ability... Wait, let's just focus on one at a time. So let's just start with emotional, and then we'll do the other ones. Okay. Like We'll go one by one. So the ability to control your emotions and deal with them in a healthy way? Well, right. What did it say? Right. Yeah. Okay. So this is like, I feel like I'm learning all these things now because I, I know that you're the way that you were brought up and like the way that you learn to deal with things as a child is how you typically go into your adult life learning or like dealing with things basically and i don't know how i dealt with things as a child but i know that like now i'm learning these things that's like um like if i'm being like emotionally manipulative which i didn't really know that that was even a thing but i remember when we were dating i like sometimes i would just like like start crying if we were like in a fight and sometimes it was like I just couldn't help it and I was crying but sometimes it was like I was crying so that I would I could be comforted and then like the fight would be over or like that I wouldn't have to like deal with like what I had done to hurt Zach or whatever it's like stuff like that and and then like learning like you can't you can't do that like that's not a healthy way to deal with your emotions you know like if right. you feel and guilty about something you if someone's telling you like hey you did this and that sucked and then you just like shut down and start crying like that's not a healthy way to deal with it you you're not owning up to what you've done which that was like typically the thing that i'd resort to or just shutting down and still even now i i kind of resort back to that sometimes which is like stupid but does that make sense do yeah that I mean? makes sense and what do i do you shut down. I shut down, but not like cry and get emotional. About no. It. I do the opposite. Yeah, you're I, like stone faced. I like check out emotionally. And yeah. I'm like, this does not make logical sense. Yeah. And then, like, what to is me, going on? I'm trying to figure out the situation and I'm just like, this 
it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, but then for me, like I used to think or just subconsciously think this, that like you didn't like I wasn't hurting you because you weren't crying. Like I would like not understand that when you would shut down, that was when like you were hurt. I had hurt you, you know, and I didn't get that. I didn't get that. Like there's no he's not even showing emotion. He doesn't even care. But it was like because you cared and because you had been hurt by me. That's why you were shutting down. So I was like, that was like a weird thing for me to figure out too. Yeah. <sighs> and then there's also the side of being able to read other people's emotions. Mm-hmm. And I guess kind of be in tune, which you're a lot better at than me. Like I can generally tell when someone is, but I can't relate to them. I like, I yeah. can't make that emotional connection to them. Mm-hmm. Like there's some kind of blockage. So like- blockage. I guess what I would, uh, to use an example recently, there is someone that I know that was in a long, long-term relationship and then it ended and I could tell that she was acting differently, but I d- didn't approach her or anything. Like I could tell that she was like a little sad and I mm-hmm. didn't know that their relationship had ended, but, um, she told me and she's like, Hey, by the way, you know, we broke up and I was like, Oh, and I, I didn't like comfort her or anything. I wasn't no. like, oh, I'm sorry. But I was just like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And then, you know, I, I uh, started asking questions and <laughs> I said, well, I guess, I guess I knew that something was different with you, but I didn't want to assume anything. And she's like, oh, how did you know something was different with me? And I was like, well, you've been acting differently. And I don't know her that well, but I could just tell that she was like not not her normal self. Mm-hmm. But I I so I guess like I can a little bit understand other people's emotions. But not li- relate. But not relate. I think that you're a lot better at relating. You're a lot better at perceiving and relating. Yeah, maybe. I think I'm I can perceive okay. Yeah, but I think that it's only for certain people though. Yeah. Like most most guys it is hard to read their emotions. Like the most of the guys that I know, like if they are having strong emotions, obviously it's probably a little bit clear, but for the most part, no, I can't. <laughs> I'm not good at that. I think, and I don't want to make a generalization, but I think that the reason why is because guys like shove it down mm-hmm. and don't want to deal with it and just kind of wait until it like goes away. Yeah, some I feel like that sometimes too. I mean, sometimes I'm like a crying, blubbering mess, and then sometimes I'm just like, if I don't think about it, I don't have to deal with it. It's fine. <laughs> I think a lot of people do that. I don't think that's just a guy thing, but it, it's like generalized as a guy thing, though. Because yeah. a lot, a lot of guys do. A lot of guys that I know do that. So generally, I think that, and maybe this is because I'm not emotionally mature or healthy, but generally, I think that emotions uh, do not are not productive a lot of the times. And so like if some, if I'm having a bad day, like I'll have a bad day and I'll be sad. And you guys can tell from the last couple episodes that I was depressed, but I was like, well, you know, just being depressed is not productive. So I am just going to continue like living my life, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, okay, let's talk about intellectual now. Intellectual health, I would say, is defined as 
challenging yourself, mm-hmm. um, being cont- continual learning. Um, and so like a lot of times this will work hand in hand with environmental wellness, because if you're in an environment where it's not challenging you at all, say that's your job or maybe that's at home, um, you'll become very complacent and your intellectual health um, will become stagnant because you're not challenging yourself. You're not learning anything new. Learning new things is really, really important. Is it going? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's why I try to read books because otherwise I am not learning anything other than what they teach on Daniel Tiger. (laughs) Right. And that's like a hard place to be. Even if you don't like school, I still think that learning is really important and that you could find something that you find value in learning about, you know? Yeah. The article says that intellectual health is defined as the ability to learn, grow from experience, and utilize intellectual capabilities. Things can get boring really quick when there is nothing new about them. Redundant tasks, man, I'm just killing the reading here, become the catalyst for getting stuck in a groove. And I'd say that's exactly what, like, a lot of people are stuck in a rut Mm -hmm. Um, intellectually because they're not challenging themselves because people, our society as a whole, doesn't value challenges or being uncomfortable. Mm We want to be comfortable and we want to sit on the couch and eat ice cream and watch, um, you know, Stranger Things. Well, who doesn't want to do that? Yeah. Who doesn't want to do that? But that's like when we we would... If we do that every single night and that's all that we do, we just become consumers and we're not challenging ourselves intellectually at all. Like, Well, I don't think that that... I don't think if you watch TV, then that means that you're not learning because you could be doing other stuff with your time, with your other time. You know, I don't think that those things need to like be opposites. No, I don't think that they need to be opposites. What I'm saying is, is that when people don't challenge themselves, it's a lot harder for them to challenge themselves. And that's why they get the stuck hole. in that rut. Yep. They get stuck in the hole to get use your analogy. Hole. Um, well, that's why we started taking, well, started, I mean, we've taken a couple classes together, learning new things, and we've probably talked about this before, but like we took the motorcycle class, the birth class, we took Greek together, um, what else, a couple other things. Financial class, but yeah. yeah. We- but that was like so fun, even even the financial class, like it was boring a little bit, but it was fun to do something together and it was fun to learn something new. It was fun to challenge ourselves too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like that is one aspect of college where people um can can really waste their college experience. Yeah, because definitely. They're so focused on the social side of college mm-hmm. or maybe on like the relaxing part of college, like the sitting in your bed watching Netflix. <laughs> Why that do we me. keep getting back to that? But you know, what? you know what I mean. Like, I think that people can be people can really not value intellectual health when they're in college mm-hmm. because they can get burnt out on it because they're not balancing it mm-hmm. with emotional or mental wellness, also. And so, if people only focus on the intellectual side, 
of health or wellness when they're in college than they're going to suffer emotionally because they're not like feeding that side of the brain. Mm -hmm. What do you think? What are your thoughts? I agree with that. All right. Mental health is defined as the state of well-being in which every individual realizes his or her own potential and can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively and fruitfully, and is able to make a contribution to her or his community. That's from the World Health Organization. Mm. Interesting. I did not know that. that that was the definition of mental health. I honestly feel like I know nothing about that, so... Well, when you look up all of this stuff, people mix up mental and emotional health a lot. Mm -hmm. And they'll even define um, emotional health as mental health or vice versa. And I think that a lot of the reasoning behind that is because of modern psychology. We have kind of changed the terminology of a mental. Uh, of an emotional problem mm-hmm. and we've changed we've changed that to now be a mental problem or a mental disorder when in reality a lot of times it's an emotional disorder i don't know i don't know if i don't know about that well i'm not a psychologist or anything like that but yeah i've done actually uh, quite a bit of reading on it and It's very interesting in the last decade, the amount of severe mental disorders has quadrupled and a lot of the psychiatrists are saying that these so-called mental disorders are actually behavioral disorders or emotional disorders. And because people can't differentiate between these two, Um, They think that their problem is genetic or something like that, um, when really uh, it might be an emotional um, disorder or it might be, you know, that they're not focusing on their emotional health and pills aren't going to fix that. Or they just don't really know how to deal with their emotions, which is very common for a lot of people. Which it makes a lot of sense that people would relate those two because if people can't um, control their emotions or, you know, if people don't have an emotional maturity, um, then obviously, like, their mental is going to be affected. Yeah, but also in the mental section of this, mental health section, I would say that this is where anxiety would fall. Would you say in the mental? Yes. Because I never, never, I mean, had any shred of anxiety at all until I had Forrest. And then it was like, and some of that is probably just normal mom worrying. But then now, like, some of the things is like, I get, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say social anxiety because I don't know if I'm like specifically that's what I have or like, you know, but sometimes I get social anxiety, like what you would typically think of when you think of social anxiety. And like sometimes at night I will think of all these things that I, that are like 
crazy. Like that, that would never happen. But I think of these things and it, it literally keeps me up at night sometimes. And I was talking with my friend about it and she said that when she started cutting back on coffee, this is kind of like a side note, when she started cutting back on coffee to one cup a day, because she used to have like three or four cups a day and her anxiety got super bad and she cut it down to one cup and it was like helped a ton. So then I was like, so how is that linked? Like caffeine like makes your brain, I mean, obviously we all drink coffee for a reason, you know? So like this effect that could possibly have on like anxiety and like your thoughts and what keeps you up at night, like not just because it's caffeine, but I mean, you know, because of the anxious thoughts and stuff. I just thought that was like really interesting and I drink a lot of coffee too. So I don't know. I was thinking about that. Yeah. I would say that that like anxiety is it can be emotional, but I'd say a, a lot of it stems from a uh, mental side of it because mental wellness or mental health, whatever your terminology or phrasing that you want to use, is mostly focused on the ability to reason. And so if you have a healthy, you know, mental state, then you can you can tell yourself that you're being illogical or that your emotions are, you you can catch yourself and you can say like like, my, you can say like, these are, I'm being too emotional right now. And the reason steps in and yeah, but that doesn't help it like at night or even like during the day, like this is a thing that happens. I get anxious when I'm not driving and I'm in a car when someone else is driving. Like if you're driving, you're a really good driver. I have no reason to fear when you're driving. But I like think like when I'm thinking about it in advance, I'm like, oh, oh, well, if he's going to drive, then I like think about it. I'm like, I don't want him to drive. I want to drive. I want to be the one in control. So like when that happens or like at night when I'm thinking of these things that are that probably never, ever going to happen ever that are like these terrible things that could happen to Forrest or you or me. And it's, I could tell myself you're being emotional and you're not thinking rationally. This is not ever going to happen to you. It like, that does not help, you know? Right. It doesn't help. It's because like, and then it, that just leads to more like thoughts of things that could happen. So I don't know. I don't know if that, Obviously, yeah, if that could not, register. You're then, not reasoning. Yeah, it's not reasoning. So that is a mental thing for sure. But it's so, I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah. I think that that is very interesting um, because when we first approached this whole area of wellness as one of the five areas of wellness, we were like, do we throw these all together? How are we going to talk about all three of them? But they're they're different. Yeah, they're a lot different. But I feel like all three of them, when those three are balanced, then they create one part of the whole of the five. Right. Because they That's all go, exactly they go together a lot and they all affect each other. Yeah. To form like the whole like, I don't know what we would even call it. Emotional, mental, intellectual. Okay, so just name them all. I would just say emotional, mental, because a lot of people will also throw intellectual in with mental. Um, yeah. This is another quote from the one of the articles. It says, some of the areas of mental and emotional help, 
health overlap. Well, no duh, obviously. Processing and reasoning are two very important parts of our personality that can also carry over into mental health. A strong sense of reasoning is required to make sure that we aren't losing control over our emotions or becoming unstable. If we lack a balance between processing and reasoning, we put our health in a very unstable state and may experience disorientation and issues functioning. I meant, I think they meant to say inefficiently. Mm. but they wrote efficiently. And so like, yeah, they're so interconnected, but they all, when they're working in conjunction and when they're balanced, I'd say that is one area of wellness. Yeah, I would agree with that. So I know we said like picture a five-sided Venn diagram and in the middle- Five circles. Five circles, it, in the middle is what we're we're striving for, is to have a balanced life. But for this episode, picture a three-circle Venn diagram, and it's the emotional, mental, and intellectual, and we want to be in the center. And if we're only on one of those, then this whole area of wellness is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. And if we have two of them, like it'll be okay, but it's going to be like a, it's going to be like the squeaky wheel in our life. Mm -hmm. So, and who wants a squeaky wheel? (laughs) Not me. Mm -mm, Not me. Um, so what are the cons of only focusing on this? No, let me ask you. I don't, I want you to say, I'm always one who answers these. What are the cons of only focusing on this? stuff (laughs) (laughs) on on and well all of them are we lumping them together no yeah we'll lump them all together okay so what is the cons of focusing only on intellectual mental emotional health well the cons are a lot the same i think that's just like you're putting all your eggs in one basket so you're going to uh, suffer socially you're going to suffer spiritually well that's the same for every single thing we've said though i don't know if there is really I mean, if you're okay, only well, focusing... here's what I'll say then. I think that people who place <laughs> a really high emphasis and only focus on emotional and mental health, um, they get offended very easily. Yeah. They get offended for other people. Well, and if you are... They get offended for are, people they don't even know. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I'm cutting you off again. Yeah. Kate was right. If you, <laughs> if you are... I don't. I just feel like there's not really anybody who only focuses on that because it's there's so much other stuff going on all the time. So like, how could you only see only be focusing on your own mental and intellectual and emotional health? Because I wouldn't even think that emotional health was a thing. You know, like I didn't even really like I don't focus on that on a regular basis. I focus on that when my emotions are being crazy and I need to figure out how to control them and how to logically, you know, reason with myself, you know. But that's not all the time. So I don't know if there's there could be a way for you to only focus on that and not focus on other things. Yeah, I think if you focus on this and you continue to focus on this more than the other areas is going to become a larger and larger circle and eventually it will outgrow the rest of the circles so i this might be a bad example but i'm going to go for it Uh oh Uh -uh. Uh -uh. (laughs) think about the 
um, really far out there body positivity people. Mm-hmm. What is going on in their heads? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what do you mean what is going on in their heads? Well, they're so focused on that um, body positivity and like having a strong emotional and mental like state that the other areas of life don't matter to them and they get um, frustrated with other people who they place any emphasis on the other areas of life. Yeah. And I think that if you like if that is your what you're focusing on is your own mental health, your own emotional health, intellectual health, that's all you really care about. It's a, you're really like self-focused and not really focusing on other people which is something that is necessary for a community, you know? So and I think that's how it is with any of these, except maybe social. Like if you only focus on your own physical health or your own, you know, what was the other one we talked about? Oh, this is only the third. Yeah. Yeah. So if you only focus on your own whatever health, then you're leaving out the care that you could be having for other people. So I think that's like the con for all of these, you know? Right. But that's a huge part of our culture now is to look out for yourself as number one and take care of yourself and make sure that you're emotionally healthy and stable. And a lot of the advice that people give for making sure that you're emotionally and mentally healthy and stable is to not care about anyone else. Yeah. And I think that you there is a way for you to care about yourself and you know so that you can care about other people a glass can only spill what it contains that's your lyric from whatever band that is Me without you yeah forever forever yeah but that i always think about that line i don't even know that song i can't even think of what song it is but that's honey that is literally not (laughs) that's not the point of this right now oh but I I always have that in the back of my head because there is so many times when I just get so drained and so like over it and I just I'm getting frustrated with Zach and Forrest for like not really any reason and I know that that's like when I need to like take a break be by myself for a little bit so I think that I don't think that there's anything wrong with that but if that's your only thing that you care about you're just doing it just so you can do it then I I don't think that that's I don't know I don't I don't think that that's healthy I think that's selfish. I would like to publicly apologize for cutting Hannah off. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Not accepted because you're being a cheat. <laughs> and I think that the cons of not focusing on these areas are pretty evident. Yeah. So. Like, I don't think like when you fight with your husband or wife and you can't stop interrupting them. It's like wow, it's rough. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I really love podcasting with you. <laughs> okay, but really what I was meaning to say is like if you you grow up and then you you get married and or you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend and then you don't know how to have an honest conversation and or a confrontation with them that's like a real thing a lot of people can't handle that you know a, like a lot of people just yeah. like don't they just don't deal with it and 
that's a very common thing, but it's not, that's not healthy. Nope. And we're literally, I learn that, I'm learning that all the time, especially with my emotions. They are crazy sometimes. Yeah, like we always say we're not experts. What? We're not experts. Well, we know, everybody knows that we're not experts. We're learning all of this stuff. You say that too much. Too much? Okay. Yeah. I was listening to a lot of podcasts on emotional and mental and intellectual health, and they all claim to be experts. and. They seem like they have no idea what they're talking about. I feel about. like anybody can say, like, I'm an expert. You can trust me. I think people believe stuff if it's written on the internet. Like, they're like, oh, I looked it up and I saw this on theonion.com. So it must be true. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's transition out of here. Yeah, anyways. So what we're meaning is this is stuff that we're learning. All of these things is, like, currently us learning them you guys us all of us we're all in this together we're all in this (laughs) okay well um i am imagining that some of you will be listening to this on monday which is labor day so happy labor day and today is september 2nd so do you know what that means hannah no it is officially fall no, it's not. Well, it is... Pumpkin spice lattes are out, though. According I'm to getting one tomorrow. Starbucks, it's officially fall. <gasps> oh, it yeah! It is pumpkin spice season. I'm getting one tomorrow. I don't even care. It's probably going to be like 80 degrees. <laughs> I'll get it iced. <laughs> I just wanted to go over some of these ridiculous products. People go crazy for pumpkin spice, and companies are not helping it. No, obviously they want to make money. They'll do whatever they can. People are obsessed with pumpkin spice. Let's make pumpkin spice everything. That's smart. Okay. Whole Foods has pumpkin spice kale chips. That sounds like the most disgusting No, thing I might try that. <laughs> you could ever have. Quaker Oatmeal has pumpkin spice oatmeal. Okay, Pillsbury normal. Pillsbury has Funfetti pumpkin spice cupcake mix. Normal. Uh, pumpkin spice almonds, pumpkin spice, all the, oh. the nuts that you could possibly have. All of the nuts. Pumpkin spice <laughs> M&Ms, pumpkin spice cookie dough, pumpkin spice Eggo waffles. Is pumpkin spice starting to sound really weird? Pumpkin spice donuts, pumpkin spice coffee creamer, pumpkin spice eggnog. <laughs> Stop saying it. It sounds stupid Vodka, now. marshmallows, Pop-Tarts, uh... Oh, nasty. Peanut butter. Oh, um, yuck. Uh, there's just so many things. The Oreos, of course. Um, Jell-O. Uh, Reese's. Uh, Pringles. Okay, so Pringles, everything, basically. Pumpkin They're probably going to have, like, Pringles. you know how Lay's has those, like, crazy flavors every year? They're probably going to have pumpkin spice Lay's chips at some point. They had a lo- They had a cappuccino-flavored potato chips once. One that of them is nasty. Yeah. This is okay. Well, now is the time of year when everyone's going to get cozy, even though in California it's not sweater weather. It gets weather. cold in the morning. In the morning. I but love it. We have the Indian summer here and it's freezing cold in the morning. Well, okay, mm-hmm. not freezing cold. But Ac- pretty chilly. According to a Californian, it's cold. Yeah. And then it gets hot in the, in the day. Like we're really hot, like 80s. Yeah. That's what September typically is for us where we are 
So don't go overboard with the pumpkin I spice. I am going to go overboard. I love, well, not with pumpkin spice, but just fall. Like, there's just something about it. Everybody loves fall. It's fun to put away your summer clothes and just get your sweaters and like to get to wear warm socks in the morning and to not have to have iced coffee. You get to have hot coffee. What is life? I I have hot coffee every day. I know you do, but I hate, I don't like hot drinks unless it's like really cold. So I'm excited for that. And to use my milk frother again. I haven't used it all summer because I only like iced coffee. So I'm very excited for fall. And that's why I I'm going to get a pumpkin spice latte tomorrow. <laughs> you know what? I have a couple ideas here. What? Uh, to monetize the pumpkin spice. You uh-huh. know, if if it the train's already going, Uh-oh. we might as well hop on board and I make some look. money. I see on the it. look. What? Pumpkin spice vaporizers for all of the people who smoke. So you're going to make these? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, pumpkin spice essential oil. They already have that. Okay. Pumpkin spice mm. face masks, pumpkin spice makeup. They probably have all that. Pumpkin spice teeth whiteners. You know, like Wet and Wild or someone has made something like that. <laughs> pumpkin spice concealer. <laughs> pumpkin spice fingernail polish. Probably. I had one when I was little. It was purple and sparkly and it smelled like chocolate. Awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not too far off. The future is here. <laughs> Titus is two hours away. Oh. He's coming to come stay with us tonight. Two hours. That's okay. late. Um, <laughs> Hannah, what are your recommendations, yo? I only have one or two. I think, well, one is like one of my favorite things and one is my recommendation. So my recommendation, I will say first, it is pretzel bagels from Trader Joe's. Pretzel bagels. It's like a soft pretzel made into a bagel, and it's literally so good with sandwiches. Like, I made a BLT with it, and I put a thin slice of apple and a little bit of cheddar cheese, and I didn't have the tomato because we didn't have tomatoes, and it was amazing. But you got to toast the pretzel bagel, just not so it gets crispy and brown, just so it's like warm and just starting to get crusty, like probably on the two setting, I would say. That's what it is for our toaster. And then put a little tiny bit of mayo and then, you know, make the rest of the sandwich. It's super good, but also it's really good with peanut butter. It's really good with butter and cinnamon sugar. It tastes like a cinnamon sugar bagel or pretzel. It's just like the best. Zach, you know I'm right. It was good. I made a sandwich with it today. Yeah, it was really good. So you should check those out. But a uh, pro tip, you got to eat them within like, two or three days because they get mold so fast. We've only had them for like three or four days and the last one had a tiny spot of mold on it. So I ripped that piece of mold off and I ate the bagel. <laughs> nice one. Um, That's my- sustainability right there. <laughs> You're saving the planet. No, I'm just saving money except I wasn't even hungry. So uh, I don't know. Anyways, my other thing is one of my favorite things, and it's just, I love having my own business. <laughs> it's so fun. It's like, has its its downfalls, and it's stressful at times, and it takes away from other things that I have to do sometimes, but it is so fun, and I love it, and I love making things for people, and I love knitting, 
and it's just really fun. And so, and we're, I'm going to do a podcast episode about starting a small business, but I'm just wanting to tell you, if you have been thinking about it, it's like, I don't know if I should start an Etsy or not. You never know unless you try. So just, just do it. And even if like only one person buys your stuff, that's one person that wasn't buying your stuff before. So just do it. And it's easy to make an Etsy. You can do it. We'll talk more about that on a different episode, probably after the five things. But I just really, really love that. And it's just fun because it's the first week. I'll probably like be stressed in like a week and hate it. But (laughs) for right now, it's really fun. I love it. Awesome. What are your faves? I was going to have another joke about pumpkin spice, but... You should tell the joke at the end. I couldn't think of one. (laughs) I'm tired. Um, But... Here is a couple of recommendations. I think maybe some people will enjoy these. They're all music recommendations. Oh, well, actually, I've got one. Uh, A headboard. I made a headboard. Yes. It was a lot of fun. That's my other favorite thing, the headboard he made. Oh. Oh. (laughs) I love it. It looks so good. Tell him about it. I did an ombre stain. But really slight. It's not like super obvious. It's but it looks really good. And um, it's four feet tall by six feet wide, and it is so heavy, and it's all made with reclaimed wood. So that's you know hip. Um, <laughs> it was so heavy and so difficult to hang, but. You can MacGyver anything, and that's what I did. I MacGyvered it. So what I'm telling you is one of my favorite things is to figure it out and do it yourself. Yeah. I I used two chairs, some socks, some magnets, a piece of twine, a nail, and a stainless steel carabiner, and I hung it by myself perfectly level two feet off the ground ba i mean it was pretty cool yeah but i almost died in the process and i also almost died tonight um my next recommendation is it's all music stuff so not very many people have the same musical taste as me uh pretty much no one that i know That's not to say that some of you might not enjoy some of this music. Regina Spector has two new songs out, Small Bills and Bleeding Heart, and it's really good. She's weird, as always, which is one of the reasons why I love her. Earth to Hannah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What? 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 I'm I'm trying to figure out my joke. What? Regina Spector has two new songs out. What? Is that what you were listening to with Forrest? Yes. We were like, me and John were like, what is going on in there? It sounded like a soundtrack to like a war movie. Okay. <laughs> well, it uh, the, both of the songs are really good. And like I said, it weird as normal, which I expect nothing less from Regina. And um, then Norma Jean is coming out with a new album. Oh. I listened to three of their songs, which are on Spotify, and it literally gave me shivers. Oh my gosh. One of them um, 
forever hurtling towards Andromeda. Oh boy. It reminds me so fondly of the chariot long live. And I know that like Josh Scogan used to be the vocalist for Norman Jean, but now they have a new vocalist, but it's just like, it's so chaotic, but at the same time, like so grooving and <laughs> the vocalist has perfect control. He can go from singing to screaming to screaming a note to yelling. And it's just like, it's, there's so much talent there. Um, Bon Iver or Bon Iver or how the frick ever way you want to say Nobody it, knows. Has a new song and Two new songs. It's weird. They're, I like both of them. They're good. It's good. They're it's like, just, there's so many samples. They're like psychedelic. It's like, yeah, there's a lot going on. And it's a lot different than their last album or his last album. Is it just a his, a him? Who knows? Well, it's it's different, but it's good. It's... Yeah. If I listened to this song, I'd say that he had also the band was him and a bunch of robot children. Because that's oh. what it sounds like. Okay. But But that's good. Good good robot children. <laughs> uh oh, Memphis Mayfire's coming out with a new album. They have a new song, Carry On. The lyrics are really good and Maddie killed it as normal. Um Classic Maddie. The head and the heart. Uh, Rhythm and Blues. It's a new song. It's pretty good. It's Ooh. not like, it's more radio pop than most of their stuff, which Ugh. is kind of sad, but still good. Wesley Randolph Eater. I don't know if that's how you say his last name. He came out with a new album. He had a gospel album before, and it was really, really good. Uh, a bunch of my friends are his friends, but I'm not his friend. I'm his friend. Okay. And so that's good. And I think that's about it. All so, right. Yeah. You can check out that whole podcast with all of my new music that I like if you want. It's called Send Tim Beard. Because it's like September, but it's Send Timber. It's mm-hmm. for climbing. And then, but it's like Send Tim Beard because it's for beers it's got too much going on it's my podcast and it's my playlist your podcast it's my podcast recommendations and it's oh. my playlist so i will name it you said that it was a podcast that they could check out playlist oh okay okay, okay. send tem beard <laughs> <laughs> i love it okay i'm the only one that listens to it so, so. if you guys have any feedback or any opinions or anything to add about what we talked about today we really want to hear it we want to hear it so send us a message on instagram or on our tumblr thewayfam.tumblr.com or our email thewayfamilyblog at gmail.com or the wayfamblog the wayfam podcast oh at gmail.com. i don't know anything all of this stuff is in the show notes yeah so so let us know what you think. We'd love to hear your opinions and what you think about mental, emotional, and intellectual health. Um. So, yeah. And if you have any jokes or any tips or any ideas for future episodes, we'd love to hear those also. And if you have any reviews, good or bad, leave a review. But I've been, I maybe I shouldn't say this, but I've been like wondering, I want some constructive criticism. So if you have any, We're open to it. Yeah. 
Definitely. Next week, we'll be talking about environmental wellness. So, woohoo. Woohoo. <laughs> we're so tired. I, <laughs> I hope we're not like putting you to sleep. If no, you're we're not. We're funny still. To this in the morning. Oh, we are still funny? Yeah, we are. Oh, because you're going to tell your joke? Well, we're, we were funny up until now and also probably still continuing while I tell my joke. <laughs> It'll be funny. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yes. Ah. Uh, <laughs> what kind of cat works for the Red Cross? A, me- a meowdic? No. What? A first aid kit in. <laughs> okay, my answer was just about the same. Meowdic? That doesn't even sound like anything. A medic. Meowdic? A meow. Meowdic. <laughs> Stop. I'm just saying, I don't get it, but mine was funny. <laughs> first aid kit in. First aid kitten. That is hilarious. All right. If you've got a better joke than that, send it to us, which you probably do. Which might be any joke. <laughs> Meowdick. That's what's going to leave you with that. <laughs> All right. Until the next time. We'll talk at you later. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. <laughs> Tell your boyfriend. Tell your girlfriend. Tell Obama. Bye-bye. Happy trails. <laughs>